You're listening to the Food Files podcast, the latest from the Oklahoma State University Robert M. Kerr Food and Agricultural Product Center. Here's your host, Darren Scott. Welcome to the Food Files. I'm your host, Darren Scott. And today we're going to be talking with Dr. Nurhan Dunford, FAPC oilseed chemist, about edible oils or vegetable oils. Uh, good morning, Nurhan. Good morning, Scott. Well, you know, I thought that we would kind of start out with olive oil and then we would kind of transition over to uh, some of the other types. So, you know, maybe uh, if we start with olive oil, you know, why is olive oil uh, considered to be healthy? Okay, that's a very good question. But unfortunately, there is no simple and straightforward uh, answers to that question. Because, as you know, uh, the food systems and human body is very complex. So Mm -hmm. the uh, uh, effect of foods or anything we uh, we consume is Uh different from person to person. But we can talk about a few things uh, why... uh, uh, we think that olive oil is is healthy. Okay. Uh, the first thing is uh, obviously it is uh, fatty acid composition. All the uh, uh, oils are uh, made of uh, uh, fatty acids. Mm-hmm. So um, the fatty acid comp- there are uh, a number of different uh, fatty acids. So uh, depending on the composition of the. Uh, uh, fatty acid composition of the oil, Mm -hmm. uh, the effect, not just the health effects, but the functionality of the oil uh, varies. So olive oil is rich in uh, oleic acid. Mm -hmm. That's the fatty acid. So actually the name comes from the uh, olive name comes from the uh, oleic acid because it, uh, uh, oil is rich in uh, oleic acid. Okay. So oleic acid is an unsaturated fatty acid. Although the uh, unsaturated fatty acids are good for health, uh, they are not uh, oxidatively stable. Mm-hmm. So if, when the number of uh, unsaturation uh, on the fatty acid goes up, its stability goes down. So oleic acid is a monounsaturated. So there's only one uh, uh, unsaturation or the double bond on the uh, on the uh, the compound. Mm-hmm. So uh, that makes the oil more stable than the other oils if the uh, oil is rich in oleic acid. Uh-huh. So there, there isn't a lot of uh, polyunsaturated fatty acid. So it is stable. That is good mm-hmm. for health because uh, if oil gets oxidated, then uh, the oxidation products could be very, very harmful for human health. Okay. So that's, uh, that's one of the reasons. The other reason... Um, uh, oils, especially olive oil, is rich in uh, some of the minor compounds like tocopherols, vitamin E, for example. And then uh, there are some uh, phenolic compounds in the oil. Those actually add to the uh, health benefits of uh, olive oil. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, talking about olive oil, uh, I hear a lot about virgin olive oil. And I guess there are different categories of virgin olive oil. And I was wondering if you could kind of just give a brief description of the different uh, categories. 
Yes. Uh, actually, there are no standards uh, uh, by the uh, governments or regulation, uh -huh. but there is a council, International Olive Council, uh -huh. and uh, this council uh, categorizes uh, the olive oil based on its its properties. Mm -hmm. There are two groups of properties. One is uh, uh, the chemical uh, uh, quality, mm -hmm. uh, and then the, uh, the second one is sensory. So for chemical quality or, or the, uh, the composition, chemical composition, uh, Olive Council uh, looks at uh, uh, several uh, parameters, but the most important is the acidity of the oil. Uh -huh. And then the, uh, the amount of uh, oxidation products present in the oil. So if you look at the olive oil, uh, uh, International Olive Council uh, categories. Mm -hmm. There are several of those: extra virgin, virgin, or ordinary virgin oil, uh, or uh, uh, refined oil. Mm -hmm. Those are again based on the uh, the properties or the standards set by the council. Uh, let's uh, look at the uh, extra virgin oil. Obviously, that is the highest quality uh, uh, olive oil. Uh -huh. And uh, if you look at the uh, chemical composition, uh, uh, the acidity should be 0 0.8, uh, less than 0.8%. Uh, and then the oxidation products should be less than, we measure that uh, uh, by a parameter called uh, peroxide value, uh -huh. uh, should be less than 2. On the uh, sensory properties, so just uh, attaining the chemical quality is not sufficient. Uh, to be in this category, the product has to also meet, meet the requirements of the sensory quality. Mm -hmm. So there are two uh, groups of uh, sensory parameters. One uh, uh, obviously is the positive attributes and the other one is what they call it defects. So the... Uh, Def what is called defects, if the oil is uh, musty, muddy, vinegary, or rancid, uh, uh, heated uh, uh, notes, those are called defects. But there are other parameters like fruity or from pungent, bitter. Uh -huh. You might think that those are uh, also uh, could be uh, considered uh, uh, defects, but actually the console or for the olive oil, those are those three fruity, uh, bitterness, and pungency are positive attributes. So okay. you don't you don't uh, uh, count those towards the defect. Okay. So going back to the extra virgin oil, uh, we look at the uh, chemical composition less than 0.8 percent. Uh, acidity and less than two uh, peroxide value mm -hmm. on the defect side the sensory it should be zero no defects whatsoever but if you go to the next level of purity that is the virgin oil uh the for, the acidity could go up to two percent and then the defects could be 2.5 okay. and then as you go down the list Obviously, the quality drops, and then um, uh, 
Okay, so you more think defects are right. allowed. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Well, after the uh, virgin olive oil, are, are there any more categories after that? Yes, the uh, lampante oil, for example, the mm -hmm. um, acidity is quite high, 3.3%. Uh -huh. And then uh, there could be uh, up to or uh, more than six defects. Those are acceptable. But we have to keep in mind that those uh, oils are are not designed or intended for drug consumption. They oh, have to be refined before consumption. Actually, there's another category. It's called uh, refined oil. Uh -huh. uh, so the Lampante or ordinary vir virgin oil, those are intended for those uh, refining purposes. Okay. All right. So we wouldn't necessarily find Lampante on the grocery store shelf. I haven't seen any. That depends on the regulations in each country. Mm -hmm. uh, some countries would allow it, allow oh, it on the store shelves in, uh -huh. in Europe, especially. Okay. But I, I don't think in in US it is allowed. Okay. So. But anyway, even if you see those on the shelves, you should be careful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You should at least you shouldn't consume it in the food applications. I should okay. say, yeah. Okay. Is olive oil good for frying? You know, I've uh, heard different uh, people say different things that yes, you should or you shouldn't. What's your opinion? Well, uh, that depends on the quality again. Which category is uh, that oil is? Uh -huh. uh, personally, I wouldn't use the extra virgin oil for uh, refining the for frying uh -huh. because. Uh, I mean, it's obvious that the, the frying uh, uh, exposes the oil to very high uh, temperatures, mm -hmm. and in the uh, even in the extra oil, there is some acidity, and also there are some compounds that accelerates the oxidation. So the extra virgin oil is not designed for uh, high temperature applications. Uh -huh. I would suggest or recommend that. Uh, extra virgin or virgin oils should be used in cold applications, okay. salad dressings or shrub bread dips and so on. Okay. Uh, but I would use refined olive oil for frying application because that is designed for cooking and high temperature applications. Well, you know, that kind of leads me to my next question. You know, what properties make an oil sort of uh, ideal for frying? Again, the stability, uh, since the frying application is a high temperature application, mm -hmm. exposes the oil high, uh, high temperatures. So the fatty acid composition or the stability, oxidative stability or thermal stability of the oil uh, is very important. Both this uh, oxidative and the thermal stability are correlated with the fatty acid composition again. So uh, we keep talking about saturated versus unsaturated fatty acids in the oils. Mm -hmm. Unsaturated fatty acids are not very stable. So if an oil is highly unsaturated, especially if there are a lot of uh, polyunsaturated uh, fatty acid, that oil would not be a, a good option for frying. All right. And also the other parameter is the smoke point. Some oils have higher smoke point. They will be uh, better options 
uh, for frying applications. Okay, I have noticed that, that, you know, if I've uh, tried to maybe use olive oil, and I know that I shouldn't, but I have tried to use olive oil before, um, extra version olive oil for uh, just sauteing, and depending upon the temperature of the, the frying pan, I have noticed that, yes, uh, definitely olive oil can smoke at a much lower temperature than something that, say, for example, soybean oil. I have to kind of notice that. Actually, the, um, the other part, uh, thing we need to consider is uh, what kind of application. That's a good example. You gave the example using the oil at home mm-hmm. for special applications. Uh, for food industry, for example, if you are going to use uh, or choose an oil for frying, you want a light-colored blend not, not uh, very strong flavors and uh, high stability oil. But at home, if you are using that for cooking, preparing food for yourself, those parameters more flexible, right? Right. You, you might want uh, some olive uh, flavor in your food. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to admit, I'm not particularly discerning. So I probably would not be the best person to say, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this because, again, I'm just not that discerning. (laughs) Uh, What are some characteristics that let us know that an oil is spent or that, you know, we should stop using it uh, from, say, for example, frying? The first thing, the visual thing is the color. Uh, If oil is oxidized, Uh uh, you would it will have a very dark color. Okay. That one thing. And then the other uh, thing is uh, the smell. Right? You get this burned smell, Mm -hmm. high acidity. Okay. Those are some of the parameters we need to look at. Well, you know, since uh, olive oil is not necessarily good for um, frying, uh, let's kind of talk about some vegetable oils or edible oils that might be more appropriate uh, for frying. Uh, What about peanut oil? I've heard about that one quite a bit. That's good for uh, frying applications because we talked about the smoke point. Uh uh, The smoke point of uh, peanut oil is quite high, so... Again, we talked about the flavor as well, right? Right. If you want some peanut flavor in the, in the final product, that would be good. If you want a bland oil, peanut wouldn't be the best choice. Okay. Before we uh, start discussing these oils, um, mm-hmm. I should mention that today, most of these oils are uh, modified for their, or, or their fatty acid compositions are modified. Uh-huh. So we were talking about the uh, saturated versus unsaturated fatty acids. So today, for example, the, the, commercial, uh, the uh, conventional soybean oil is highly unsaturated and it's not very stable. Okay. But today there are modified uh, soybean oil. Fatty acid composition is modified. So they are quite stable. You can find soybean oil with over 70% uh, oleic acid, even higher than the olive oil. Oh, wow. Yes. So uh, I am very reluctant to discuss, compare these uh, these oils by name because we have to know the properties 
of those oil, if they are modified or not. But uh, let's talk about the, the conventional ones. The sure. peanut, as I said, that's high oil, have some uh, saturated uh, fat in there, mm -hmm. a significant amount of uh, fat, uh, saturated fatty acid. Because of that, it has a high smoke point. Soybean, mm -hmm. again, conventional soybean is not very stable because it has uh, linolenic acid, which is a polyunsaturated fatty acid. Actually, that uh, fatty acid is uh, essential fatty acid, good for health, because our body cannot uh, produce it. But if you are going to use that for frying or cooking, uh -huh. that causes problems. Canola, for example. Mm -hmm. Naturally, it is rich in uh, oleic acid, and because of that, it is a stable oil. Corn is corn oil. Actually, it's extracted from the germ, germ of the corn. Mm -hmm. It's pretty stable. And also, it has um, these minor compounds that are healthy for you. Uh -huh. Phytosterols, vitamin E, and so on. Okay. Avocado, again, that's uh, rich in oleic acid. And grape seeds uh, rich in polyunsaturated linolenic acid. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be a good idea to use that for frying applications. And then last, those avocado and grape seed, those are specialty oils. Mm -hmm. So they tend to be more expensive than the commodity oils like uh, sure. soybean, canola, and corn. I don't think the uh, food industry would use avocado oil for frying applications <laughs> okay. because of the cost right, and also right. the flavor issues. Okay, so that would be one of those things where you might see that more in a person's home than being used out in industry. Yes, and it's, again, specialty applications dips, salad dressings, and sure. those kind of. Sure. Okay. A uh, little bit of a personal question. What's the, mm -hmm. your uh, your favorite oil that you use for cooking? I would love to use sunflower seed oil, mm -hmm. but unfortunately, uh, it's not easy to, to find it in grocery stores in the U.S. It is very common in, uh, in Europe, but uh, in U.S., uh, I get it uh, in specialty uh, stores. Uh -huh. But again, it's more expensive than others. The reason I like uh, sunflower oil is, uh, first of all, it is rich in uh, oleic acid. It's uh, more stable. I don't like after notes in my uh, oil. Mm -hmm. So the uh, sunflower oil is very bland. Okay. And also rich in uh, vitamin, uh, vitamin E or tocopherols. But as I said, it's not easy uh, to get refined oil sometimes you get uh, pressed oil mechanically pressed uh, sunflower oil uh -huh. but it's not easy to find uh, refined sunflower oil in the grocery stores so i go to um, or i uh, buy corn oil mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's the oil that i use uh, for cooking okay well, you know, uh, before we wrap up, uh, you mentioned uh, mechanically pressed uh, and uh, refined. Could you talk just a little bit about, you know, what the, uh, the difference is between those two things? You know, uh, pressed oil, I guess, you know, it's kind of self-explanatory. But when you talk about refined oil, you know, what does that mean? Oil, obviously, in either in seeds or in a plant material, mm -hmm. and that has to be extracted from the, uh, uh, the starting material. Okay. So we, we, uh, we talked about extra virgin oil, for example. Mm -hmm. There are two ways uh, uh, 
extracting that oil uh, from the uh, starting material. Either uh, we could use a solvent like mm -hmm. hexane or uh, an alcohol or a sol even water could be a solvent. Industry utilizes hexane, which is an uh, organic solvent, petroleum-based. Mm -hmm. So potential residues in the oil is not... Uh, very healthy. Right. So if the oil is extracted with hexane or organic solvent, for example, you cannot call it extra virgin. It okay. has to be mechanically pressed. Because if you mechanically press the oil out, then there's no, we don't need to worry about the residual chemicals or solvent in the right. oil, right? Right. And then after, if you use a solvent extract oil, then it has to be removed before oil can be reused. Mm -hmm. So because of that, the oil goes through a number of refining steps. Hexane or the solvent has to be removed. And then in the crude oil, especially if you use a solvent to extract the oil, that solvent is going to extract undesirable components from the starting material too. So they end up in the oil. They have to be removed before we get the oil to an edible quality. I see. Because of that, the virgin and extra virgin olive oils are pressed oils. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Avocado is usually pressed too, but uh, there could be, if they are designed for refining, mm -hmm. a solvent can be used. Well, you know, before we wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Actually, this is a very complex, I mean, the, the old food uh, matrices, I guess, very complex. So, uh, especially for the olive oil, mm -hmm. uh, FAPC Food and Ag Product Center has a number of uh, fact sheets. Oh, yeah. uh, and uh, we have one on uh, olive oil, how you purchase olive oil when you go to the um, grocery store. So uh, if you do, as the uh, listeners, uh, uh, go to the uh, OSU uh, uh, or the FAPC uh, website and search for fact sheets number 230 or just simply uh, type in uh, olive oil. Uh -huh. They will get that. So most of these things that we try to cover in this um, podcast mm -hmm. is actually explained in that uh, fact sheet in more detail. Okay, excellent. All right. Well, thanks for coming on today, Nurhan. Oh, thank you for having me. I'd like to thank the listeners for tuning into this episode of The Food Files. I'd also like to thank AgCom for the production of this podcast. For additional food industry information, please make sure to visit our website at food.okstate.edu. Until next time.